Radio V. Radio in TV. Radio in TV. Welcome to the Poe Show. We're broadcasting live here from T Radio V in Hollywood, California. Glad you guys are here. Um, this is where we elevate the creative culture. And this is the place where creatives can be seen. That's what it's all about. So thanks for tuning in and thanks for supporting us. Okay, a couple announcements before I introduce our amazing guests. Okay, Corey Helford Gallery, who recently moved from their Culver City location, will be having their first show at their new... 12,000 square foot space in downtown LA. That's this Saturday. Though the location has yet to be is yet to be disclosed. So nobody really knows where this is. I'm sure somebody does. Corey Helfer, Jan, Jan must know. Bruce must know, but I don't know how many people know. So this is really strange because Saturday is when it's opening, but nobody knows where it is. Downtown LA though in 12,000 square feet, I'm sure you can't miss it. Okay, so I'm sure they're going to make a, an announcement at some point, so you can check their website for updates. That's at www.coreyhelfordgallery.com. That's C-O-R-E-Y-H-E-L-F-O-R-D gallery.com. Again, the opening is this Saturday. It's December 12th from 7 to 10. This is a solo exhibition with world-renowned contemporary American pop artist Ron English. So if you're into him, what he does, definitely check it out, plus to see the amazing space. Um, the exhibition is titled Neo-Nature, We Are the New They. A poignant, pensive, and poetic commentary to our world, progression, and so much more. It's a 21-piece uh, exhibition that contains oil paintings, sculptures, two installations, um, and you can find out, you can get an online preview um, in advance at, if you just email uh, Jan, J-C-H at CoreyHelfordGallery.com. So that's exciting stuff. So keep looking for where that's going to be. Um, Danny Galeotti has two new works at Arden Gallery in Boston, showing December 1st, December 29th. If you're in the area, definitely check out Danny's work. You know Danny. He's been on the show. He's awesome. He's amazing. He's, uh, he worked for Disney for, what, 15 years, and he's like looks like he's 15 years old. Anyway, okay, so that's Arden Gallery. 129 Newbury Street, Boston, Massachusetts. You can find them online at www.artengallery.com. You can also visit Danny's website at www.dannygaliotti. That's G-A-L-I-E-O-T-E.com. Okay, and one more thing. A shout-out to Bottle Rock. Rock and Wine and Food in downtown L.A. This first time I was there was last night. They're awesome. 1050 South Flower. Uh, and our Brian Lynch is in the kitchen um, of that establishment. So, f 
for all you ladies out there, I told Brian I would let everybody know that he's single. <laughs> okay, those are my messages. You're welcome, Brian Lynch. Okay, so now I have with me today, I'm sure everybody's super excited about this, I have Philip Ritchie here today, the amazing fine art photographer and more, and Jacqueline DePaul, who we all adore. So, welcome guys. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you both here. First, we're going to start off with a cheers. Thank you. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Good to see you both. Oh, we have to drink after that. So, that dead air space is just a... Yeah. <laughs> Enjoyable space. It's enjoyable and much needed space. Yes. Okay, so Philip Ritchie, fierce, imaginative, nude, erotic, artistic, romantic, tasteful. These are adjectives that have been used under your name. <laughs> I, I think I agree with everyone. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. That's perfect. And, and where are you from again? I came from England originally. <laughs> and you were famous in England. Yeah, I used to be involved in uh, cars and hot rods and the rock and roll side. But that's all history now. I prefer it's history, but it's history. But it is interesting history. I mean, you've always had an ar artistic way about you, obviously. Yes, yes very much so. In, and an appreciation for beauty. Yeah, but not in fashion. I never was a fashion guy. You should do great, <laughs> great with fashion now. Or yes. items. I love your items and your furniture. I'm um, enjoying that side of photography, which I've not done before. It's another area for me, which is kind of interesting. But I always try to put something with it. Um, girls' underwear, wine, glasses, half empty, um, books open. I try to create stories around the things that I do to make it more interesting than just an empty chair. Or sometimes there's a person on the chair. Well, if there's a nude woman on the chair, it always makes it more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't who, I don't know who you're talking to, but it's going to make right. anybody think it's more exciting. Okay, so you have a keen eye for all things beautiful. Um, so you had a connection with the magazine industry and... Um, that's what kind of led you into the commercial fashion and, and such from, from the car past? <coughs> I think probably I got into it because of the, um, uh, I was retiring from the car business and uh, making it really short. Um, a photographer didn't turn up and I decided to shoot it myself. So I borrowed a camera, um. I shot the car on the model and it was probably the biggest disaster you've ever seen. I had no idea what I was doing. And because I'm competitive, I decided to learn the art of photography and then give it up and go do something else. But unfortunately, the love of photography took over me, and that's it. I've been doing it for all this time. So what's interesting is you and Jacqueline actually have a similar story then. Because yeah. you, you were like, okay, let's just try this. And the first <laughs> time was a fail. You're like, yeah. oh, boy. <laughs> Big but fail. You, yeah, but then you just kept on. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So it's kind of... It's kind true. Of and Philip was my first real fashion photographer. That was on Christmas Day. Yes, because he needed models. He he always shoots on Christmas and Thanksgiving because his family is all in you know another country, right? Right. So he shares it with the models, and there's not many models that are going to shoot on Christmas Day. And I like said, "Oh, I don't have any competition. Let me sign up for this before I'd done anything." Boom! And he's like, "All right, come on down." And I had no idea what I was doing. And I remember we were doing the reflections thing first, which was sort of a pale light makeup and. He, I could see it in his face. He's like not so happy with this. <laughs> and then he goes, okay, go back and get more makeup. We're going to do something else. And when I came out yeah, with tell that story. I love the that. cheek, yeah. contour, heavy cheek contouring, I'll never forget. I walked out behind the, the corner of the makeup room and I almost walked right into him. And Philip's very tall. So we're about the same height when I'm not wearing shoes. And so we just, <laughs> and he stares at me and then he grabs 
my chin on my face and he's doing this and he goes now that's a face <laughs> that is a face you know because in, in other words i needed that um because before my hair was down which covers up the powerful points of my face which exactly. is the bone structure yeah, exactly and then the second look the hair was up and i had a lot of so we the next pictures we shot were the ones on the stool and the yeah. black and white headshot and that was my very first and he sat me down afterwards and he gave me some great advice he goes look you are not the girl next door you that. are the expensive, haughty <laughs> woman that looks stuck up. And I was like, well, and I kind of took that with me because I'd never had any analysis of him being my first person. So that was quite a fortuitous and moment you've, for And me. you've used that. You've mm -hmm. used that. Um, and uh, It's consistent. Like, I can do the happy thing, you know, lifestyle thing now with my experience as a model. But my agents and the casting directors all say the same thing they go you're blue they describe me as blue blood yeah. modern royalty elegant expensive <laughs> I, I never get the swiffer mom part it's just not my look yeah, and yeah i can't see you as a you just mom. have to go with what you've got <laughs> you know and so he was the first person that you could see he didn't see me in the first setup and he saw me in the second setup and when you inspire a photographer you can see it because they start getting excited <laughs> and making funny noises while they're rolling around on the floor right and so that's always exciting as a model there because you see that the person has seen something it's that they like yeah, a spark and yes. um and then he explained to me my face and i just kind of took that with me you know experimented with different things but it, it has honestly always come back to that so Philip, what did what what was what were are your views about that first meeting with Jacqueline? What was going through your head? N initially a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. But because it was Christmas Day and I had champagne and wine and everything was okay. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, well, the worst ways are enjoy my day, and um, then she did change her makeup, and then that's when I saw the real Jacqueline. And once I saw the real Jacqueline, and then she's tall and slim, um, definitely a fashion-looking girl. So I was away. Once I found who she was, then I could photograph her. Till that point, it was a struggle. But it is, it's a collaboration between, I mean, in all ways, between the yeah, photographer and the model. I think the biggest thing that, that I do is I look for something which I can fall in love with. You know, I look for something positive about the person. It could be their hands, their hair, it could be something. The more you like somebody, the better the picture's gonna be. Yeah. So initially, I couldn't find something. And then when she did her face, and then I looked at it, and then lifted her head up, then it was poetry on motion. You know, I mean, she was just perfect. And then she's slim, got long legs, beautiful long arms. So everything was there for me to fall in love with. So the photo shoot was a, was a great success. That's yeah, and Philip said, you are a chin-up model. <laughs> he, so yeah. every, every shoot we've ever done, my head's up here. He goes, you are not a chin-down model. You are uh, a chin-up model, haughty. And I was like, okay, good. I could do that. Yeah. I could do that. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to a video of uh, Philip's work, and you'll see what we're talking about.
some classy that stuff. That's beautiful. Wow. I'm, That's uh, why I chose that song. This is what your, your work is just so upscale and so classy and mm-hmm. so awe-inspiring that you, you it had to be paired up with something like that. <laughs> you spent a lot of time in, in looking behind the scenes, you know, finding the work I've done. I'm really impressed. Thank oh, you. Oh, good. No, no, no. Yeah, you, just, well, you deserve um, it. That's why I have you on here. You're amazing. Yeah, just you forget what you've done sometimes. Yeah. And just a lot of work. And uh, thank you. Brilliant I, I work. Not just a lot of work. It's brilliant work. work. I, pr- I appreciate you actually putting that slideshow on. I was very oh, impressed. It's my, yeah. it's, it's an <laughs> honor. Oh my gosh. And it was so easy because your work is amazing. You know, sometimes I have to try a little harder, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> with producing the videos, but yours was a piece of cake. You just put some amazing music that fits the amazing right. imagery. And okay. No. You did an excellent job. Thank you. I'm really impressed, Paulina. Oh, yay. Are you getting all, all choked up? <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't normally happen that much, you know. I'm, oh, uh, well, um, that's what the show's about, though. This is to elevate the creative, right. so this is what it's about. It's to show sure. people what, what, what these people are doing, what we're doing, what the creative culture's doing. Yeah, it's I'd important. S- I take it for granted what I do. I don't really uh, think about what other people say. Or so, or I don't really care what they say. No, well, that's perfect. But that's I'm why you create brilliance, because you don't care. But that surprised me, the... Uh where you went with it mm-hmm. and yeah it's um it fit it, it affected me a little bit there mm-hmm. i didn't expect it you mm-hmm. you, you blindsided me <laughs> thank you yeah i wasn't going to tell you about that i thought about it and then All i'm right. like no All i right. think i'm just gonna wait on that one. uh so how does that make you feel jacqueline seeing seeing all of his work and the brilliance and being ha- having had the honor of being on the other side of the camera with philip well, his images are always visual poetry, and mm. what he says he does, where he picks out something about that model that he loves, he's very good at that, because yeah. he can shoot beautiful girls, and he can shoot girls that I've seen them, and I'm like, she's not beautiful, no, yeah. you know, and yeah. but he finds, finds it. the part of her that she's beautiful. It can be like her breasts or her hair or whatever, and everything else kind of goes away in the photograph, and then he has the beautiful parts of that woman, because each of us have parts that are beautiful and he looks for those parts and he connects to those with the cameras quite fascinating and everything comes out so um elegant yeah you no know? matter what it is yeah because yeah. fine art there's a fine line like there's a lot of people that are shooting you know not scantily clad women and it doesn't look anything like that no they think that's good enough yeah it's <laughs> like it just is like a girl in a bikini or whatever yeah. this isn't that's called glamour photo shoot exactly. and this is you can, get those at, you can get those at the mall. Right, <laughs> right. And these are the, they just, each picture has a, a story, and it's very beautiful. And um, Philip's work's been uh, featured in Cosmopolitan magazine, so that's quite, yeah, a, it's, it's it's quite a big deal. It's been, uh, it's been around. It's been used quite a bit. Um, but I tend to do it for myself, and I get the opportunity to supply a magazine. Um, I d- I've supplied more um, European magazines than I have American magazines, German magazines. Um, I have quite a few covers with them. Um, they contact me through the internet and we plan the deal there and it gets sent, but you know, it's, it's an enjoyable way, but I don't actually do it for a magazine. Um, I do it for the love of what I do because that's what I'm a photographer. Yeah. And the, the joy of doing it and working people like with um, Jacqueline as well, taking her on a journey that she's uncertain about um, gaining trust of a person to go where you want to go, where they can trust you to go there. That's really why I really enjoy doing what I'm doing. And I enjoy the work that comes out of it. 
And the friendship. We've been friends for how long? <laughs> Since 2007. 2007. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time still know each other as a model and photographer. Okay, yeah. that's a great segue because I have a video of the two of you working together. So yeah. let's take a look at that. Here we go. <laughs> I didn't know we had one. <laughs> now I'm going to get all choked up. <laughs> yeah, so, that, that, so that's what you two came up with together. That's yeah. the magic that you two created. Yeah. yeah. I must admit the ones on the bed suddenly surprised me. That they suddenly appeared. Um, mm. I think they're absolutely beautiful. They and are gorgeous. When I think of um, Jacqueline's not 21 anymore. And but she said she was 26 when she started. <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> that was actually a little note I have right, uh, yeah. from Model, Model Mayhem, right? Yeah, I, said, I admit, I lied. <laughs> she said she was 26. Totally lied. <laughs> she fooled you. Did you oh. think she was 26? <laughs> as long as she was over 18, that's pretty much all I <laughs> Yeah, no, they're um, amazing pictures. The thing was, if you, if, you, if you look at the pictures she did on the bed with the sheets, I mean, it really is a beautiful sequence of events she created. And the, the enjoyment and joy for me to photograph her that way, um, her race didn't really come into it. It's just her sensuality the woman came into Oh, it. for sure. And then I just okay. totally watched it. Um, and then realized, wow, I'm taking pictures of this. This is really good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about that, Jacqueline? Because you were new to this whole experience. So what was that like for you, being on the other side of the, the you know, in, posing in front of, Philip Ritchie. Well, I one thing I had already known Philip for four years. I had okay, at that point. nicknamed okay. him okay. Prince Philip at yeah. this point, and um, and I, and I knew from working with him that he was very I could trust him, you know. And he kept saying, "Oh, we need to do this," and I'm like, "No, no, I can't do that." And finally, we we went for it, and um, that's the he's the only photographer I've ever done that with, yeah. and and if when I look at the pictures. A lot of Philip's pictures are about form and curves and whatever, and I'm not really a curvy person, so we went with a whole different approach. When I look at the pictures, I see a very powerful sensuality, or even you could say sexuality, mm -hmm. and it's also very intimate. Like the emotion that was coming out was very intimate. And I had, you know, he, we started with those hat ones, and then we moved into the other ones, and I was like, ah, screw it, it's Philip, I'm not worried, <laughs> right? And so off I went. And I was actually very proud of them because they're so beautiful. They're very striking because there's not a lot actually showing. Yeah. But the image is very powerful from a sexuality point of view. Like those are very heavy emotions that come out of the picture. That's you know not easy to capture in that way. And I I thought the project was a it's a huge success. That's actually what has been what has been said. And this isn't from you. This is from other people. Um, that his photographs possess a graceful femininity with an inner strength and intelligence. So it's exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And um, 
he was also said to be generous and demanding all at the same time. <laughs> he is generous and demanding all at the same time. Cause he'll Sounds like the best lover. <laughs> uh, you know, he's, he's so funny because he's very polite. When you're coming in to get into position, he never looks at you. Yeah. And the, for some reason, as a model, that makes you feel mm. very comfortable. He does not look at you undressing. He doesn't leer at you. When you say that you're ready, he turns around with the camera, and now he's the photographer. Yeah. And when he's done shooting, he turns back away again while you're getting up. Like, this is very respectful and polite. And when he's shooting with you and he's looking through the camera, and he's like, okay, don't move. Now lift your left pinky to the side. And you're like, okay. And then he goes, stop. <laughs> and then he takes the picture. And that's he what he does. He just tries to throw you off guard. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. He's oh. creating a shape. Like oh. he'll see a shape that he likes. But he wants a He wants, he's very detailed. So he fi he's like, okay, move your hand. Good. You know? And, and so he, he lets you sort of move. And then he'll see the generality of what he wants. And then he'll just adjust it. Because he, it's like sculpting visual sculpting it's fascinating i've like not s most a lot of photographers are like okay good you know do whatever and they're clicking there's no feedback coming through yeah. and his feedback is not only very directed but it's very tight you know you want he wants you to move one finger or he wants you to move your chin just so we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back don't go away that was a pretty imp yeah that was great with me I have Leah Ficarola who is the f I said it right yeah no I, I love the way you said it Leah Ficarola <laughs> like a limp mic I don't know what to do with it when it's like this I know right you just have to get closer did I say I meant facial what happened on your show she puts her bag down she's like I just got the music right now and I put some choreography together and I'm going to teach you the choreography and I'm when I got into my teenage years, I decided that I liked getting in trouble and doing drugs better than I liked yeah. the dance class. Toes mean. <laughs> Your toes are all broken and deformed. nails have fallen off. When you put your skirt over and you stick your butt out and you do the shimmy, they did that, but they did that without the panties. And if you're bent over a certain way and you do that for a whole lot. You do as a dancer. You don't have time to heal because you have to work. Or you want to work. You have no choice but to just be so present and right. just take one beat at a time. And that is the thing I think that all artists it's are like striving for. The anticipation is way worse than actually being on stage. You have the best right. smile ever. Oh my <laughs> god, look at her smile. I don't care about architecture, we're girls on. I'm more girls. Well, okay, next week I will be topless and we'll be talking about Hey, welcome back. Okay, so 
The 2015 Nihilist Film Festival will be held at the Echo Park Film Center on Friday, December 18th at 8.30 p.m. That's 1200 North Alvarado Street at Sunset in Echo Park. This is the 16th year of the festival. The festival includes two hours of short films from around the country and around the world. The films range, range from troubling to hilarious, from profound to completely silly. Pretty much something for everyone except children and clergy. Those were not my words, but. <laughs> film fest, or film dire festival director Alicia Shapiro, now it's coming together, commented, 15 years of hilariously offensive short films? I really thought we would have caused the rapture by now. Guess there's no downside to mocking all that's holy. You remember him with Scott Switchman. I don't remember the day of that show, but it was fantastic. Um, entries for next year. If you've made a video that has appalled and offended other film festivals, says Nihilist Film Festival organizer Alicia Shapiro, we're looking for you. <coughs> the deadline for next year's entries will be mid-September. If you have questions, you can email nihilistfun at gmail.com. So try to check that out. It's, it's, it's pretty entertaining. And um, if you go to, I think it's just nihilist, nihilist.com. I don't remember what his website is, but it's pretty interesting. It's where you believe in nothing. Okay, so check it out if you can. We're going to get back into this wonderful um, conversation with Philip Ritchie and Jacqueline DePaul. And we want to hear, we want to hear more Richard, what, more Richard, <laughs> <laughs> more Richard Petty. No, we want to hear more Philip Ritchie. <laughs> okay, I can, uh, I go back to Jacqueline's little photo shoot initially. And I think the, um, the thing that maybe she's not aware of, the shape of the of the sheets are very important in around her body so I, I can't always go to that point and move the sheet so i have to move me to avoid seeing her vagina or something uh, like right, that right. so it becomes a more seductive um sensual photograph but then i have to move her within the, the sheet. sheet to get back to the view that i wanted to see and that takes a little while so it's really the patience on their side and they have no idea quite what I'm doing because really um, I cheat a little bit. I will fire the flash but not take a picture to get her into position and she's thinking she's still working. Exactly. So when I, I get that. her when I get her there, she's still in that same frame of mind. She's still excited to, to be doing what she's doing, but I really didn't take that many pictures. I pick the ones I want as I shoot her. And she's a really, um, I wish she would do more. I mean, she's absolutely so beautiful when she's and when she sort of gets into that mode that she feels that moment yeah. and some of the close-up shots of her face on that bed, this is really like exactly why I do this. It's the whole point behind what I do is to create images like that. And lucky enough, I've done it more than once. I've done it many, many times. But it takes a very special model sometimes to understand what the hell I'm talking about or why I'm even doing what yeah, I'm doing. Exactly. Um, it's it hard to explain the creative process sometimes. Like, yeah. Plus, you don't really want to. They they don't need to know. Not they. I don't mean that <laughs> disrespectfully. It's true. The no, no, no. Don't need to know. Yeah. Well, the th what I what I'm trying to get to is um, the the can the candid parts. There is magic in the candid shot. Absolutely. Somewhat, but yeah. it has to be set up first, like you said. So you yeah. pretend like you're shooting. They don't need to know that that's not really what you're no, going to use. Not at all. So that's what I mean. Not by at that. all. It gets them into a a comfort zone exactly yeah. and it helps me realign the body to make it more of a sensual shot than a glamour shot and then my lighting is so controlling in the way of shadows 
that if they move, they're in the shadow. I've got no highlights. Exactly. Then I've got to go back and start again. So right. then I don't bitch them out. I just fire the flash and then I get them to move back into it and they don't know they want it away from it. Because I think if you get on the model's case, she's going to instantly like not like you. Or tense up, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So I want them to respond totally to what I'm asking them to do. And Jacqueline was one. She knew, she said in that first one, it wasn't working. And she was right. I really can't yeah. hide things. I'm not really good at hiding my emotions. As you saw earlier, I got a little bit involved. Like, you've done so much. Uh, I thought, wow, what is yeah. all this coming from? Um, so I enjoy that. But many a model, um, they've traveled from another state. They're only with me for four hours. Yeah. And I have to go in that same direction. I've never met them. You've got to get naked in front of another person they've never met and do what I want them to do. And it is a journey, a beautiful journey. Um, if you enjoy the journey, the pictures will be great. If you worry about the picture, then you didn't enjoy the journey. So you've got no, there's no story behind it. And Jacqueline has stories behind every shoot we've done. We're going we're gonna to look um, at some other photos of Jacqueline. Um, we have the, I have the, of course, I had, I had to put it on here again, but the... Um, the Dubai cover. So let's go to that, Jake. Um, that's uh, uh, Movement in Color the yep. magazine. I think there's, yeah, there's, is, is this the front and the back or just an inside page? The that's next the one? front. Yeah, that's the front, yeah. but there's, there should be another one. There should be, yeah. Yeah. So is that, that's inside? Yeah. Inside photo? Yeah. Okay, and so then let's go ahead and go to the Anguished Bride because, and the reason I have these on here is because these are, I'm showing this and celebrity revitalization just because those are two that mm -hmm. that you and Leslie did, right? Mm -hmm. And they got picked up, they got published. Mm -hmm. So you guys created these mm -hmm. and they got published. So that's mm -hmm. that's why I'm showing that. That's pretty fantastic. Thank you. So do you want to talk about just a little bit about that experience as far as putting things together to create these um, pictorials of that that end up getting picked up? Well, you can see through all of them, the ones that get chosen, I'm doing a similar thing that I did with Philip, but in clothes. There's an emotion and a power coming out of those pictures. Right. Because I'm, I'm you know, I'm older. I'm 46. Like, I, I can't just stand there and be skinny like the 18-year-olds, because they look a lot of times completely blank, and it looks yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Because they, they kind of are, because they, yeah. <laughs> they don't know as much as... And, but it, it actually, I think it, it works, because that blankness of face and frame, then you, all you see is the clothes. Uh, I see, yeah. It's, it's the oh, same I thing on the mean. runway. It's I supposed to be that way. But if I do that, I just look like an old woman just standing there. It doesn't work. So I have to give what I have, which is um, that um, sort of power, strength. Like, I'm a strong person. And so each one of those photo shoots had a lot of emotion in them. And then uh, we had the beautiful clothes and stuff mm -hmm. like that because um, that's what fashion pictures are about. But, you know, to get them published, you have to put, I have to put through something else Some emotion, that something. makes it okay for, an, they don't know I'm 46, but I, they know I'm older, you know? So it's, I think it's actually, it's just what I've learned to do because I find it more successful for me, you know? And it takes him, like, I, I love Leslie, I trust her, I trust Philip. Like, it took Philip literally four years to talk me into, like, taking my clothes all off. <laughs> and he finally said, he's like, Jacqueline, how old are you now? And I go, I'm 42. And he goes, okay, this is why you should do it, because you're not going to look like this forever. You better capture it now. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> okay, put, put that way. Uh, he, like, put the fear of God in me. I was like, oh, you're right. So, you know, there, off we went. But... 
you know, all of them have this sort of same strength. Yes. That's what I do when I feel good with the photographer. There are many photo shoots that I've had where I'm like, this is, I don't feel happy and you can see it. I also can't lie. And the camera sees every emotion that I'm feeling. And if I'm stressed out or tense, oh my God, I look ridiculous. They, I can't fake it. So it's nice to have a photographer that I like and makes it work better. Yeah. So, and um, yeah, uh, y let's talk about your workshops. You have, are you still doing your workshops? Yeah, but I've got them more on a one-on-one -on -one basis. Well, that's, um, yeah, one-on-one -on -one workshops. The, um, <laughs> the group ones didn't really work as well as uh, I wanted them to. I would think that would be a little difficult. Mainly because the lighting I use that I'm teaching is hard to work if you're not in the right position. Uh, so then you're shooting a different shot. So right. to teach what I do, it ended up being a one-on-one. -on -one. And I was doing one-on-one -on -one like for like three hours, but now it's almost going to be a day. Um, there is so much to learn. Um, learn from lighting, learning the model, um, the language to use um, during a you know, conversation. Um, a lot of photographers are somewhat embarrassed about talking about body parts. You know, I mean, I banned the word pussy in the studio. I yeah. mean, I think it's a degrading word. You know, I think vagina's fine. Yeah. Um, breast to breast, you know, nipples and what have you and a butt. Um, but some photographers can't say, so when he's photographing the girl, her breast is to one side and her nipple is covered, he can't say to her, I can't see your nipple. He has a problem saying that. Uh, so yeah, I have yeah, to yeah. teach him, you know, get, speak to the model, say these Directly. things right now, right. get over it, because when you're working with her, why take a picture that's not going to work? You just wasted her time and yours, yes. and you wasted your money. Yes. So I, part, I, that's part of what I teach, is how to see. Um, and don't compromise. You don't take no prisoners. You know, you don't compromise. You get the shot you want, and oh, he's fierce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. He is fierce. <laughs> and you also do. Um, uh, do you still do the couples, individuals, and couples? Yes, the I couples, uh, Yeah, the um, that private commission stuff I'm doing now is becoming more and more popular. I would think that um, would be popular because it's it's intimate to them, um, and also because they can own it. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have to use it. I sign off on the on the work and it's theirs to use. I also know where I can get the stuff printed for them, where it doesn't get copied and put on the internet. Right. And so there's a really big confidence because some of the people are somewhat well known. Some are not known for what they're doing. They want private. I don't do pornography at all, but right. a couples together, you know, rubbing oil on their bodies and things like that is very much part of what I do. And in the lighting that I use is extremely sensuous. And so they have to be very trusting to me um, the guy sharing his wife or his girlfriend with me at that right. moment. Um, I never have the guys naked, so to speak, and only wearing a pair of jeans, no shirt or an open shirt. Um, and then the girlfriend or wife is normally uh, pretty well naked most of the time. Yeah. And they're also enjoying that journey. It's a journey they've not done before. And now they have a record of it. So it becomes a very sensuous journey for them as well. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. on Vantage Point. I was always like technical boy. Mm -hmm. So I had always attention for to details, even the smallest one. And what can I say? I think I've got to that point when I reach my details level in, in the stencils. Mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to cooperate with different painting techniques as well. And not just to put the like really clean, sharp stencils. I'm also trying to fade it into the other techniques and other objects as well. 
To listen to the full interview and find more information, visit our website at vantagepointberlin.com. I wanted to be an illustrator at that time. So I just tried different styles. And after a winter, a terrible cold winter, I was at home alone and just experimenting different things. I tried this watercolor and I tried like bringing it to Photoshop and coloring it. The first paintings I did was all in black and white because I didn't know how to use color. Ah. So I just did black and white, like coloring on the computer. And the more I did it, the more I could sort of figure out what goes with what. Welcome back to the Po Show. I'm so glad you guys are all tuning in. Talking to Philip Ritchie and Jacqueline DePaul. This is so exciting. Okay, you know what? I, I want to hear what you have to say about black and white. You do a lot of black and white, which I absolutely love. Do you think that that is a, a lot of the dramatic effect that you that you strive to get is in the yeah. simplicity of black and white? The simplicity. I, I like to work in contrast, like not mid-gray. I like to get black and white, yeah. which is a little bit of gray. But I like the fact there's no color to take your eyes away from what I'm trying to tell you. So my story of the, when Jacqueline worked with me, the, the sheets were peach colored. Exactly. And I didn't want that color to distract from her. Even though the grayscale was very close to her skin tone, it was a beautiful setup. Oh. So the black and white contrast, it makes you actually look within my the story shape. that More I'm telling. Shape. Yeah, yeah the form. That way you see the, the, the cheekbone. You know, I like glamour, but I don't shoot it. And like beauty shots, which I do do at different times. But no, black and white is extremely rewarding for me. And I guess one little thing that came out of it was um, when I look at the, when I shoot in color, and then I convert it in black and white into Photoshop, I look at the color and I know I've got it, but I'm not certain. As soon as I convert it to black and then white, you know for sure. I know it's there. You know, so I, I know my lighting, I know the, the tonal values that they're wearing or what I'm using around it, but I really need to see that little spot of black and white. And sometimes I've stopped the shoot and gone and downloaded one onto, to onto see the computer and edited it right then to make certain I'm in the right direction. Um, I don't shoot tethered where you, I preview the work that I shoot. Yeah. My preview is in my head. I'm shooting to what I want to see, not what may be on a computer screen. Yeah, you can pretty much probably feel yeah. the good shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, well, the model actually, as I said before, once she's comfortable and she knows the direction, then she actually, without the model, I don't have anything. I have an empty space. So I may be good at what I do, but without the right model, I'm just like anybody else. I don't have that extra little bit. And I need Jacqueline and other models like her that have that. <coughs> so Jacqueline, what, how do you feel about, what, what, is your, what is your take on the black and white um, photos? Are, do, you, do you like those? Oh, Preferably yeah. more or, or? Well, I, I mean, I like, I'm just curious. I like everything. 
I mean, you have to understand that I didn't start modeling until I was 38. So to me, any picture is like, whoa, what a cool <laughs> picture, right? Yeah, yeah. So I don't have, I definitely don't have the photographer's eye. I cannot see lighting. Mm. I cannot see what Philip is seeing. What I do know is like when we're trying to come up with a concept, I'm good at that because most of the yes, concepts are, are coming from my ideas. Yes. And then I bring the photographer the concept and then I have to just sort of wear the model hat and just do something that they can capture and just sort of perform and they have to do their thing i don't understand it to be honest like when he puts his lighting i'm like whatever i don't get it but it just it always looks amazing and that's his style is the signature is the black and white he does shoot in color yeah as you could see there were some color pictures but yes. that's his signature and you know i think it's beautiful and uh philip you have some um you have some books yeah i've been sitting on the fence um, about my books. I've been underway for two or three years and I have probably seven or eight books on the go. And I decided a few months back with a little bit of help that I would go ahead and actually create one. And it's called uh, uh, A Book of Pretty Pictures. <laughs> pretty Pictures. And um, <laughs> although they may not all be pretty, but there's and, and the book is slightly different in the fact that I've got the way I think is, is noted on a lot of the pictures when you get the book. It's not a technical book. It's a book about why I did what I did and how oh. I thought about it. It's a totally different style of book. Um, there's reasons behind everything. Um, I don't know. I, I really get bored with some other books. It's all about, you know, I'm God. I do this and I use this and I got this. I don't care what I use. Any old light I do, I make it, I work with candles if I had to, you know. Right. I mean, so the book is really about a creative process of mine. And I went back to some early days, which surprised me a little bit when I looked at some of the early pictures. They were still good. Yeah. You know, I thought, wow, they can be really like crap, but they were okay. So I've used some of those early ones and then some of the newer ones. And it's really a, a journey for people to, a photographer can look at it. And I've been inspired and I've said on there, I'm inspired by Richard Abandon, um, mm -hmm. you know, just other photographers. And if I can help inspire them and get them to push a bit more, then I did a good job. So do you say in, in this book you're you're talking kind of about your process or just yeah. the feelings behind the process, which I guess is part of the process? A bit of each. Okay. A bit of each, I think. I think the second book, once I get this one done, um, it's really hard to go put something out in print or this is an internet book, you know, which you can buy on the internet through right. my website, Barnes & Noble. But it's really, you put yourself out there which is why it affected me a little bit earlier. I'm a photographer because I love photography. I don't do it because I have to. I do it because I want to. Yeah. And my book was hard to put out because it means now you can critique me. You can say, well, this is crap, this is good. And that's hard to go do that. Yeah. You know, even though I'm a very confident guy, you're still putting yourself out there. So anyway, I relaxed and said, okay, and we've done it. So the book is um, ready to come out on the 10th of December. Um, it's with Barnes & Noble, but there'll be a link on my website. You can go buy the book. And I think it's like nine ninety nine. I think it is. Yeah, know. it's um, what is it? Uh, it? Your your website. It's just um, philipritchie.com, right? That's it, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a page on there that says to order the book. Books here, preview. Um, and it was originally like a fifty two page book, and now it's got a hundred and one pictures in it and a bonus selection of ten more. You know, so now it's really loaded up with my photography more than it was when I first set it up. I thought. It does cost them to give more pictures out. So these photos more from the past. Was it difficult for you to to pick up on what kind of what what you were thinking at the time, or not or no? at all? You just no, went no, right no. There. Yeah. I worked with my muse for like nine years, and coming up to ten years probably. I remember the very first photo shoot I did with her. You know, and the first photo shoot I did with her, really and truly, um, 
I was not nice to her. She didn't do what I asked her to do, and I bitched her out. I'm very direct, and she was upset, and <laughs> the makeup artist said, what do you want to do? Like, she's in there upset. And I said, we'll send her home, you know. But she didn't go home, and uh, we did a photo shoot. But it returned into a great journey. The biggest thing I learned from her, she's Chinese. And at one point I said to her, I can't get any emotion from you. What is wrong with you? It was, it was, it was beat out of her. No, <laughs> they don't show emotion. No, that's what I mean. That's yeah. the culture, you don't show emotion. So once she told me that, yeah. then I learned the art of body language. Because yeah. then she used her body to tell me a story. Yes. Then she started to get nude and do other stuff with me, more erotic and what have you. That was a great learning point. I learned from her week after week, month after month, in body language, which is why Jacqueline's pictures look so good. I understand the body language of sensuality. That's fantastic. And she taught me that. But she didn't know she was doing it. I wouldn't tell her anyway. Because she'd probably get like, oh, really, you owe me, you owe me for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's going to know now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, no, the early pictures are really easy because um, there is a story almost behind every picture I've ever taken. Mm -hmm. And I remember every model all the way back to whenever it was. Well, it's because you're capturing those magic moments. Yeah, of course, everybody absolutely. remembers the magic moments sure. of their of their career and or their yeah. life. Trust or me, every model remembers shooting with Philip. <laughs> it's a different experience. Every every model wants to be. Everyone wants to shoot, and it's a different experience. It's like it's very different. Philip is an artist. He's not a technician. He's an artist, and you know, it's and very that's, different. That's part of it. You, um, uh, Philip, you actually under your workshops, yeah. Photography is not always about technology. It's about seeing and creating a feeling and mood. Absolutely. Basically, yeah. Sure. Which mm -hmm. is what I try to teach and try to get photographers to stop worrying about the technicality for me. Exactly. Learn how to see and learn how to see the model. And then you took use the technology right. after that. Yeah. yeah. The workshop is only to help you learn. It's not the picture of the, of the year you're going to take. You're learning how to take the picture of the year. Some think they're going to get the most amazing picture. They've got some really high-end models that I book in and do this with. But they may not get the picture they want because they haven't got there yet. You, you still use a lot of uh, models from Model Mayhem? Absolutely. Yeah. Every one. I think my, um, yeah, Model Mayhem is my biggest supply of models completely. It's the only website I'm technically on on a daily basis with messages and such like as well. I've had some of those models on here besides Jacqueline. Mm -hmm. You know, so everybody, I, nowhere else really does like supply the model range that I want and is available. Right, right. You know, yeah. So Model Mayhem supplies it and I would say 98% of the photographers come from Model Mayhem and others come from, um, they've heard of me and they fly in for a long weekend from New York or Texas or other places and then we have three models. So what's next? What's next for you? What are you working on next? This um, book and then, and then what? Just I'm doing what I'm, you're doing. I'm working on another book as we're doing right now, but I'm also working on a, a book called Lips, um, oh. which is a preview of it. Um, I find Lips themselves can tell a story on their own, so I've sort of focused on an area there um, to create that, and I have a bunch of other ones that are on the go as well at the time. Hopefully I can get Jacqueline involved in some other ideas I have. Um, to work with me on some other concepts I have. What's coming up for you, Jacqueline? I have an editorial coming out um, that is actually with a guy. It's the first time I've done a couple lifestyle things with a guy, but yeah. this was supposed to be more James Bondish, and uh, so there was the interesting experience of having another person's energy in the room. So I'm sure Philip has experienced this. Yeah. Like you can have one of the models is all going the right direction and the other models going somewhere else and you have to kind of 
put them together. Mm -hmm. And I, being a sort of producer mind, I'm observing all this while, which is sometimes bad because sometimes you just have to work, you know? But I'm like, wow, we have different energies. We have to bring them together. How are we going to do that? You know? And it it was fascinating. It was a fascinating process. So that'll be out in um, December, January. December, January. Yeah, like soon. Oh, soon. <laughs> yeah. It is December, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that. That was some. I like to experiment. My blog, Yellow Brick Runway, is all about me trying things. And so I was like, let's try to do something with a guy, right? And so there I went. And I'm just all about trying things. So. Yeah, I have um, a quote from Jacqueline. My goal for this blog is to give you an intimate and engaging look at how we work together to bring our inspirations to fruition and my wish is that it will inspire you to chase your own passions and dreams. Okay, so where can we find you, Jacqueline? Uh, yellowbrickrunway.com and that's that should take you there. And Philip Ritchie. You'll, you'll find me on the internet. Just type my name, my name in there. You'll find me. I'm on the internet all over it. Two L's. R I C T R I T T C H E R. Yeah, that's no, I E. I E. You'll get it. We'll I work it. it out. I have a hard time. I would never. If never. you, I've done it. If you spell it without the T, Google comes up and goes, "Did you mean Did Philip Ritchie?" <laughs> it's fine. It'll work. It'll work. Okay, tune in next week. We're gonna have funny girls. Anything you want to know about this show, a show that's coming up, a show from the past, www.whatpuzzlepiece.com. See you next week, and we're gonna laugh about it. Mwah. You are watching T-Radio V, radio and TV.